This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio. Check it out, everybody. We back. We Unique Radio. And I got in the building Jimbo behind the boards. What's going on, everybody? I got DJ Bobby Castro. What up, Bob? What's going on, world? And we got also a special guest, Leo. What's up, everybody? Oh, Leo's in the house. Leo. Leo the lion. There you go. There you go. You know when he roars, you got to wake up. But <laughs> check it out. Let, let's go here. Let, let, let me tell you what's going on, man. I'm in, in some serious NBA playoff mode. This is like one of the most exciting times for me. I'll be honest, because I don't get to sleep a lot. So what happens is get they got the, no, they got the forty nights, forty games <laughs> on TNT, and also ESPN. I mean, you get the every night is basketball, and they're playing at the highest level. Absolutely, and, it's all on the line right now. Yeah, and I, and I got to tell you, the East Coast. I really enjoy the, the the East Coast, of course, because it's so physical. They 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 are so physical, and I love the West also. Watching you know Golden State and you know OKC and and the Spur, like the, everything is finesse, and the scores for some reason always in the West is like hundred and fifty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you try doing that over here in, right. in the East is like ninety five. Yep. Oh, we, we're going to... They're not letting gonna, you in the paint. That's why. Nah, that's what it is. They, they're smacking you up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you think day, twice. Yeah, it's just, you know... So it's, I just like to see both styles, and it's just... It's a, you know, I, I love the NBA. You know what? The East reminds me of how the NBA used to be back in the day. They play more physical. They're not afraid to, you know, rough somebody up a little bit. Well, they yep. play defense. You know what I'm saying? Defense. Exactly. Yes, the East is playing... Yeah, they, they, the, the D is serious. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right now you you got the Celtics and the Wizards, and they just going at it. Well, that makes sense. That goes to what you said. You know, the East plays defense. The West, they play the offense. That's why the scores are so high. Yeah, because yeah. they're more offensive, and they got sharpshooters over there too. They they're not playing exactly. The West, you got to make sure that the D better be on, <laughs> because <laughs> guess what? If it isn't, it's gonna be lights out. So we're getting a little we're we're getting a little bit more physical right now. Uh, Boston and and uh, Boston and the Wizards are playing, and you could tell it's getting down. It's getting down to the line right now. Yeah, I mean, well, this is what happens. You know, they're in that next that next round, right? That you know, both teams feel it. You know, if they can get through this, usually it's going to be LeBron and company. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not like it's a gift, you know what I'm saying? But you know, and you could just well, feel it. So let, let's. You had something that you was talking about, Jimmy. You was mentioning earlier about this movie. Yeah, so... I, I haven't watched it yet. I hate to bring it back up again. Yes. We've been talking about this movie for like three weeks now. But uh, we're talking... Long. Yeah, we're talking about The Fate of the Furious. It broke another record. Dun, dun, dun. Again. Listen, so we're making just, sound effects. <laughs> hold on, yeah, we got, we got the sound effects. <laughs> Actually, can you just bring up that the sound effects? Uh, can you just try something on there? What do you What do you want? I don't know. I don't know. A horn or something. I don't a know. A horn? How about a buzzer? I got a buzzer. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's nice. I like that. I like that. I like that. See, we get, listen to me. Everybody needs to just just chill. Unique Radio is we're, we're stepping our game up. Give me another buzzer, please. Yeah, I'm on. 
I like that. Was that Buju? <laughs> Was that Buju there? All right, so check it out. So here we go. So check it out. Was that Buju? No. <laughs> do we have a laugh? Do we have a laugh button on here? Uh, do we have a laugh? I don't know. We might have. We might have got away. What's from the little? Laugh. What's the little? Yeah. Well, listen. We got we Leo have, here. We he got the, the big smile. audience. Like you know, right now. Oh yeah. yeah hold audience. on. Hey, I'm about to talk. Gonna get some audience. There we go. Enough, enough. Now I'm about to talk, so can we get some? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got. So All right, that's enough, that. in. enough of that stuff. Listen, so, so so Leo watched the movie. He did. So we're talking about the fate of the Furious again. We talked about it for three weeks, but they broke another record again today. Well, I want to understand how they did that because Leo told me he just went the other night, mm-hmm. right? And Leo, you know what? One, you say exactly how many people was in that theater? Six. Six people, but you went to the movie theater down the block, right? Yes, I did. Which one did you go to? AMC. Stony Brook AMC. Oh, Stony Brook AMC. That's so usually packed. That's usually packed. But you just said he did a When billion? did you go? Monday night. Monday night. So that I mean, the movie's been out already for a little while. It just hit international release. Leo, how many people? Six. There was six people in the in the local AMC. I was like three with a large popcorn and a. <laughs> Coke. <laughs> yeah, so so let, let, you see that's what I'm saying. So so hold on. So Jimmy, what kind of record did this movie do? So right now it is currently sitting at over a billion dollars. I'm in the wrong business. And absolutely. Well, they get into the film business. The reason is they destroyed plenty of cars. They did what? They destroyed plenty of cars, so they didn't get the money back. Oh uh, yeah. Well, the, the budget for the movie was 250 million. They spent 250 on it. And they've now made over a billion. So I'm assuming we're going to be seeing a lot more Fast and the Furious movies. Absolutely. To come. That's I'm, a great. That's a great I'm business available. proposition. Well, yeah, that's a franchise, right there. It's definitely a franchise. Yeah, yeah. definitely is. You know. They only doing Did you two see more. it yet, Bob? Bob, did you see the movie? No, I didn't. But I did get catch a little bit of it. You know, I saw a little, you know, parts here and there. But um, I, oh. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I can't wait to see it. Please I, don't, I love you know. Fast and the Furious. So don't get me wrong. I love Fast and the Furious. I love cars. But, uh, you know, I want to see more of the real racing. Like, you know, like, you know, these guys. Well, I'm a big fan of the, I'm a big fan of the uh, like, I, I, Fast and Furious. You know, they're going to have, um, you know, Star Wars franchise. Furious. You know what I mean? Star, Star Wars, Wars Furious. Furious. He's going back in the day. Star Wars. <laughs> wow. So. May the fourth be furious. Nice. <laughs> it's May 4th. So may the fourth be with you. So, so I, I mean, I can't wait to see the next one, but I have to see this one first. You have to see this one first, and there will be more to come. And then so, uh, there's also going to be a spinoff. Nice. So, Leo, you said that there was only a few people on Monday night, so I guess I'm going to go on a Monday night so that I can just get in there. It's cheaper. I can get a good position oh, okay. to a nice... Nice shot of the screen. But Get see now, surround sounds. Nothing. I'm. I'm not an AMC guy myself. I love the Regal experience. Oh, nice. Well, they they serve. Do they serve I'm, you like I'm the nice cop, cocktails? No, they don't serve cocktails. But the one over here by us, the right. Regal, yeah, has now the power reclined seats. They're like leather recliners. Where's that Regal at? On uh, Ronkonkoma. Uh, nice. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. It's hard to get in there though. It's you have to you have to get them in advance. But now that the movie's been out for a little while, it should be a lot easier to get. Oh okay. But you could pick your seats. It's assigned seating, so you could pick an, ahead of time where you. But they don't serve drinks. They don't serve drinks. Uh, I don't want to. you gotta go to a dine-in movie theater then. The what now? Dine-in movie theater. Dine-in, dine-in movie theater. Yeah. Where's where that, that at? at? Uh, <laughs> 
Me and Jimmy like that. You James. <laughs> me and Jimmy said dine in and also the movies. Where? Like Everybody Where? wants to go. Yeah, to it comes with a chef. Theater, right? Tell yeah, me, like, tell me right food. now. Yeah, let me we know. Could, we could find it now. <laughs> there is one. There is one in Long Island. There is. Really? Yes. Don't even Where? say. Don't even say. Leo, you pull that up 16. on your. Pull that up on your new phone. What kind of phone you got there, Leo? Samsung Galaxy Eight Plus. Ooh. Ooh, man. Damn. You I'm over good. here rocking an iPhone Six. Yeah, I don't know what I got. Do I got a five? I don't know. I think Something. I got the odd numbers. I don't know. How do you know what the number? Leo's doing better than us right now. I think I got a. Well, I got a S. Uh, Here we go. Tell you right now. Yeah. So while Leo's looking that up, let's change gears a little bit and uh, talking about the first collectible car of 2018. Just announced right now. <coughs> Chevy is making a carbon. Chevy's making a carbon version of the Corvette. It's going to be called the Carbon 65. They're only making a limited run. They're going to make 600 of them. 650, excuse me. Wow. Oh, AMC in Levittown? Like, this is yeah. like, Who's this going is all like the way out there? years of them bringing, like, revamping all these old cars now, right? Like, you know, like well, yeah, the they're bringing the old style back. back. Yeah. 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 They just, Definitely Ford. Like, back to the month. What were you going to say, Leo? Ford just came back uh with their four broncos oh yeah they're throwing it back to the bronco sh- too shout out to oj yeah <laughs> you'll be seeing oh, some chases like, in the bronco. <laughs> man, I, bronco yo bob do you remember that bronco too i had that red one i had that target system yeah. i had the 18 yeah, you had a what kind of red it was Cardinal. like a no, it, it was like the color of his hat. No, it was actually it was like the it's like it was like a tomato red, not the radio, not the red that I like. Not tomato but, red. Um, yeah, it was like a, it was like no, a, well, actually it was a little Chevy, oxidized Chevy pickup. Oh remember yeah, Chevy pickup do you remember that, what the nickname of that Chevy pickup was? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, we don't no, no f bombs on this. Give me a little wrong. <laughs> yeah, no cursing on this one, okay? No cursing here. Oh, listen, we, we, we have we have families that we be listening it. to this channel, okay, buddy? So listen, right, no, it. the Chevy pickup truck, the nickname to the Chevy pickup S10 that I had in Brentwood was called the Gas Face. <laughs> and every time I made a left yeah. turn for some reason, that thing used to smoke. Oh. Never when you made a right turn, it never smoked. Only, Only a left. On left. Only on the left turn. Like, Only I don't know. I think it was the, I don't know what the deal was. But every time you made a left, the thing smoked everything up. I'm like, oh, sh-. Oop, I'm. <laughs> My bag. I'm sorry. So, yeah, every time I made enough, it was just like smoking up the whole block. And then if you made a right, it was nice and easy, smooth. And then that was then we were done with that. And then we just wound up changing out the motor. We did the we changed the motor. A, I got tired of the it gas was all face. Down, it was all downhill. From it was the downhill. Left yeah, after this, yeah, we had to change the motor. Then we did the body kit. Had a, you know we had to give it a little TLC. So we did a nice paint job. Did the body kit. Put the rims on it. Put the blue the blue interior with the bucket seats. Yeah, it was nice. I like that S10 pickup. But Bob, yeah, that yeah, was pretty right. cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. What other? Let me see. What else? So what's your favorite car, uh, Jimmy? When you had? What, 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 that's a good one. Um, you definitely don't treat this one outside. No, I don't. That one's definitely a utility car for sure. A point A to point B. But uh, now my first car was a 1988 Ford Escort GT Sport. Ford. 
Oh, nice one. Okay, that had like yeah. a body yeah. kit on it. Yeah, had the little uh, had the little ground panel effects. on it, the yeah, little yeah. ground effects. Yeah, so that was, was a, that was my first car. I loved it. What color? White? No, it was blue. It was oh, like a, okay. it was like a dark navy blue with some gray on it, right? Yeah, with the gray exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, know, I know my cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was my first car. Okay, uh, manual transmission. So did you look like the wow. Pillsbury Doughboy driving it? I did. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Leo. Jimmy's getting really good with the sound effects, as you can see, fellas. We're going to call this one Sound Effects. <laughs> but no, this is cool. That's something. Hey, right, we're having a good time. The, the, you know, everybody's here. We're having a good time. Um, I got to say, though, uh, I got to go watch that movie. Yes. I definitely got to go watch that movie. I promise. My daughter already watched it. I haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. I've been a little busy. We're in pre-mode. Exactly. Pre-pro. 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 Pre-mode. Getting ready to do it. Uh, I'm rolling into my NBA playoffs. Exactly. Can't do anything until the playoffs are over. Well, the playoffs are going to be, they're going to be rocking all the way to June. So, so that's going to be good. But, um, what you got going on? So we kind of switched gears a little bit. We talked about, uh, the, the carbon, uh, 65 Corvette, or we started to talk about it. And the fact that Chevy's only building 650 of these things, um, it's going to be really nice. Everything, carbon fiber wheels. Everything. I could see Brian get one of those. Exactly. And you know, we He's just a big Corvette uh, fan. Exactly. We just spent a lot of time with that Corvette for the Philo project. So this one I feel like is is really nice. So Let's maybe that that'll be looks like. maybe that'll be the next uh maybe that'll be the next project. Oh, okay. The carbon fiber jump off. They're saying it's the first collectible uh, car of 2018, so we'll see what see what's going to happen. Oh, Brian's definitely going to get it. But but the interesting about it, interesting oh. thing about it, is they're only making 650 of them and uh, 500 for the U.S. and 150 for export. So they're saying that's going to be one um, less than one for every dealer. But it's so going to be one color. I don't know what color. There's a lot of dealers. Like, yeah. There's a lot of dealers in the United States. Right. So they're saying some dealers won't even see one. So yeah. that's how exclusive they're gonna. No, be. they're gonna see it. But guess what's gonna, the one that needs them? They'll be calling like like. Yeah. I don't want to put anybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put any out there. But let's just say that, you know, you're in the, in the outskirts. Right. <laughs> we know you're not selling any Corvettes. Right. Exactly. So listen, we know you're gonna be selling a lot more trucks. Right. We'll, we'll hook need, you up. We're going to hook you up with some more trucks. Uh, though, that Corvette, let me get that, please. Right, exactly. And there's a lot of deal. I mean, the United States is large. So so the package is going to be a 15. 15- well, I hope, I hope, Sorry, go ahead, well, Bob. I, I hope that Bronco, excuse me, back to the Bronco. I hope that Bronco oh is good God. on gas, though. You know, like these days, gas prices. I mean, well, it's, it's a Ford, it's so I'm pretty gas. sure it's going to have the EcoBoost motor in it. Yeah. Everything that Ford does now has Ford the EcoBoost. The, the, the Ford, it might be, yeah, they'll probably make a nice little hybrid for that thing, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything's eco. So they when they're, so when, so when they're doing the uh, police chases in California, it's eco-friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no gas face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, this thing can't go on forever. The battery will die eventually. <laughs> Um, so the, the, for, but back to the Corvette, it's going to be a $15,000 trim package available on the Z06 and the Grand Sport models. It's going to be available in hardtop and convertible. So that's going to be pretty cool, I think. Very nice. What we'll colors are going to come in? I don't know. They haven't announced colors yet, but uh, everything on it, everything that can be carbon fiber will be carbon fiber. So what else you got here? You got this Toyota. So the next thing we're going to talk about, and this actually came out right around the time of the New York Auto Show, but we got so inundated with all the news. I thought it was interesting, so I wanted to bring it back up. Um, 
Toyota is coming out with a brand new, it's called the FT4X, and they're touting it as their Jeep killer. Really? They are they're trying to go after the Wrangler market. Um, so as you can see by the pictures here, um, it looks pretty interesting. And I'll be some, honest, uh, I'm looking at it already. This ain't messing with the Jeeps. You don't think so? No. I, I'm sorry. And I and I, and I and I love what Toyota does, but whoever took this angle shot is doing no justice for this. And to just say they're gonna be able to do the Jeep kill, I just don't think that's gonna happen. Well, they're trying to go after that market. All so, right, but I mean that's a pretty bold statement. It is. Jeep, it's it's Jeep very color? bold. Yeah, no. I'm not, I don't see that. So this is the more, you know, they have some they have some interesting stuff in there. They have a little bit of, uh, you know, they have a little bit of tech in there. They have a, a GoPro we that comes add, standard. We can, in the, we in can the add room. a GoPro to any Jeep you want. I, man, my boy Derek has GoPros all over his Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, a little late on that. <laughs> Internet, they got it. Right. So we'll see what happens. We're going to keep an eye on it and see what it does. This is just a concept. Well, you know what? Maybe it's a concept. I, 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 see it, I see a little something. I think Toyota needs to send one I'll of these be honest, to, to Unique. Right. I think see, we can make we it can unique. Do with it. Yeah. yeah, we can make a nice unique concept. This car reminds me, like, they just took a Kia Soul, a Land Rover, and just put them all together. You love that Kia Soul, don't you? And they put it all together. like the third time They put it all together that. and, like, made this. See, sometimes you got to listen to the guys like Leo. Exactly. They're outside the box. They in the car shows. And uh, he knows what's going on. This is Leo. He's like, uh, you know, it's a key. Uh, so, <laughs> man, so tell me, what is the three cars you see in that, Leo? Tell me. All right. So here we go. In the front. Talk in front of the mic, please. In the front, the lights look like the, the lights. First off, look like Nemo. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Then when you turn to the side, the back rear. That black strip looks like a Land Rover. And then the shape of the car just looks like the Kia Soul. The the, the stripe that they, they did on that. Okay. So the stripe on the back. That looked like a speedboat stripe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, they should just call this car Nemo because it really does look like a clownfish. It's different, though. It's cool. I mean, I, I could I see, see the, I could see the Nemo thing there. I just don't think bit. it's going to be no Jeep killer. Not this Not this one. Well, the reason it's called Jeep killer is because of the two red hooks in the front. Oh, you think so? You picked up on that, huh? I see that. Yeah, Leo, nice. You saw that detail. What I don't understand is they got the, the ice, uh, I don't know, just white, orange, black. It's a lot of stuff. Red, red and gray. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, of lot going, going on, on here. here. Yeah. A lot of going on here. I think they're trying to, trying to uh, please too many too many different people there. Well, everybody didn't know what color they I wanted. See Mercedes, I see Mercedes <laughs> is trying to drop a new um, a new AMG um, E43. Oh, nice. nice. Pick that up on the camera. Nice. Let me see that info. Whoa, Bobby, where you get this? Man, you're, you're like on fire tonight, baby. You're on fire. We're talking about vehicles, right? We're, no, talking, talking, we're talking rides. We're talking what? We're talking cars. cars. I, think, I think it's looking real sexy. You know what I mean? The, I like that. I the like that. Right there. That's definitely dope. I like the interior work. What'd you say? Nice. You said the Mercedes Benz E four AMG E four thirty. What would you say? AMG E four thirty. E forty three. The E forty three. Oh, okay. Yes. 
But when they ain't, yeah, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Stuff is sexy, people. Yeah, what is that, a sedan? Let me see oh. that thing over there. Mercedes. Yeah, see, that's out of my, my league, man. I can't, can't afford that. Well, that's, you know, that that's what, the, you know, pretty much what they drop, you know, like, the current oh, yeah. like releases to you know. Oh wow! It's almost like the like the, uh, the, like the caddy ATS. <laughs> right, it's it's like the demons. It's all new releases now. Yeah, it's like nice. That. It's nice. So let's see if there's any rumors. Let's see if there's any car rumors out there. Rumors. Oh my God! Bob's trying to yeah, take they... over the show right now. <laughs> so you don't. <laughs> we're gonna have it the Bobby no, Bobby rooms. Yeah. <laughs> So what's up, Bob? The rumor room. The rumor room with Bobby with Bobby C. <laughs> Bobby the C room. <laughs> so Bob, what kind of mixes you working on right now, man? Right now I'm working on um the best of PE right now. Really? Oh, nice. PE rubber without a cause, enemy. baby. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. is that dropping? I want to hear that one. Well, it's gonna be pretty much. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a three-thing series. It's gonna be uh, Public Enemy, N.W.A., and X-Clan. It's gonna be like wow. a very, um, you know, active. You know. Oh, I gotta hear that. In the artist. Hell, I gotta hear that in the Hellcat. Yeah. Where can, uh, if people want to listen to your mixes, where can they find you, Bob? Oh, they could find me on SoundCloud. Everything at DJ Bobby Castro. SoundCloud at DJ well as, um, Bobby Castro. Jeff, um, Reach me at um, Facebook, um, Instagram, or everything's at DJ Bobby. He's Castro. doing a damn thing on the social media. Oh, he's, he's, he's getting it in. Yeah. He's getting in. Bob is learning. He's getting it in. He's doing his thing. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we have a very special guest joining us in the studio. I know you guys have to step out, but uh, our good friend Chris Dragon from Harmon is going to be joining us. Chris, when we come back from the break. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected car, connected services, lifestyle audio, or professional solutions, the brands of Harmon International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harmon.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unique Radio. I am here with... Chris Dragon joins us from Harmon International. Yes, indeed. And Chris, what do you do over at Harmon? I am the senior director. Actually, I'm the chief cook and bottle washer. But uh, truth be told, <laughs> I'm the senior director of marketing for our lifestyle division. So what that means in normal speak is that I work on the marketing for a bunch of our products. And I work on trade shows and activations for all of the Harmon brands. And I work very heavily in the aftermarket uh, car audio area and uh, other assorted areas. Nice. So you're like the uh, jack of all trades. I, it would, I've been with Harmon 22 years. So yes, I, I somehow have landed into the role of being one of the company historians. So I'm uh, tracking all of this amazing history that started back in the 20s uh, in, my, in my head. And uh, some of it somewhere else. Awesome. So you said you've been with Harmon for 22 years. How did you get started in the automotive aftermarket? So very interesting career path for me. So I actually started in retail in my teens. So I am a weekend warrior musician. I actually play in uh, an acoustic trio called Jawbone Hill. 
on weekends, and I'd been in many bands uh, through the course of time. But once I got old enough that uh, my taste in guitars and amps and everything got to be uh, expensive, my father decided that it was time for me to go out and get a job. So nice. I was about uh, about 13 years old, and I went to work for this little music store in Huntington on Long Island. And uh, I'd go there after school every day, and I'd tune guitars, and I'd arrange sheet music. And basically, my salary was put in the draw, and then I was able to pull off my my salary to uh, you know save up and buy instruments, etc. And I did that all the way till I went to college, and you know, kind of all along, always had a real uh, love for music and a love for automobiles. And suddenly, I realized that you could put the two together and make automobiles amazing experience as amazing as a living room. So I went to work for a retailer while I was going to college upstate New York and selling uh, selling car audio. And uh, that first summer came came home and uh, ended up continuing that path on some uh, assorted retailers on Long Island. Found myself learning how to install, got certified, and became an installer. So yes, I'm another one of them. Awesome. Uh, and you know, really started out as a salesman and an installer. And uh, that's that's kind of how it all began. And over the course of time, I really learned to love car audio, built an amazing desire to go work for uh, a company called Nakamichi. And Nakamichi made high-end tape decks and they were just getting into the car audio business. And I uh, had been working for retailers on Long Island and um, kept interviewing at Nakamichi and they kept not hiring me. And (laughs) the third time I wore them down and they hired me, I was about, uh, I guess I was about 20 at the time. And they made me their East House rep. So I was a factory employed rep for Nakamichi. And I was, you know, obviously selling merchants on Long Island, but they suddenly realized that I had a little bit more talent than that. So they started flying me all over the place, teaching guys how to install and how to sell. And That's awesome. Before you know it, uh, my wife and I were uh, asked to move to California. So within two weeks, we relocated from Long Island to California. Isn't that always how it is? Yeah, we need you across the country. Now. Now. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much how it played out. So went to work for Nakamichi in Southern California as their national sales manager, which was a really cool gig. And I was uh, I was very young to be a national sales manager of a major Japanese company. Uh, great work experience and uh, really enjoyed working there. Left there with a group of other people and uh, started a company called Soundstream Technologies, which was a car audio, aftermarket car audio company. We build amplifiers and speakers, and uh, we were based in Redondo Beach, California. Beautiful. Which was a cool spot to be in. And lo and behold, this business really started to take off, so we needed to relocate. So we moved our, our crew of nine, uh, which were driving about $12 million worth of revenue. Uh, wow. to, to uh, Sacramento, where we built a facility, and uh, the company grew exponentially over the course of time. And, uh, you know, enjoyed a really good run there and really enjoyed all the people that I worked with, learned so much from uh, so many, and hopefully imparted some wisdom to some that could learn from me. And then, to be brutally honest, got a burning desire to move back home. I wanted to be back in New York uh, where my parents were and my sisters and family and a lot of my friends. And I started interviewing with companies on the East Coast and really wasn't all that enamored with anybody that I interviewed with. And then out of the blue, I got this call from uh, Harmon International and actually someone that was a dealer 
of mine when I was working for Nakamichi that now was working at Harman. Um, they were looking for a guy that really knew aftermarket car audio to come in and help them really grow that business. And uh, it ended up being the same scenario. Yeah, we want you. Can you move back to New York in <laughs> two weeks? So uh, we were fortunate enough to sell our house to the first person we showed it to, packed everything up, and lo and behold, I was back on the East Coast. And that was uh, 22 years ago, uh, April, actually, that I've been with Harmon and uh, working on the, the car audio programs, amongst other things. So that is the twisted tale <laughs> of how I've, uh, how I've ended at uh, working at Harmon International. And I had the joy and the pleasure of working for Gina Harmon, who was the founder's daughter who ran the consumer part of our business in New York for many years. So I worked out of that office and had a ton of interaction with, uh, with Dr. Harmon. So I worked with Dr. Harmon extensively. He was an amazing man. And, you know, about 10 years ago, when uh, Sydney retired, his uh, replacement, if you will, that became the CEO of Harmon International, Dinesh Paliwal, came on board and has done absolutely miraculous things with Harmon since then. He's a brilliant man. I love working for him. And, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's been an amazing ride. And, and, you know, it's interesting. People always go, God, you've been there a really long time. And, and you know, why haven't you made a change? And the truth is I have made a change. I've made a change 13 times because I've had 13 bosses in 22 <laughs> years. And not only have bosses changed, but my role has changed and the company has evolved so much uh, that it really was uh, something new and exciting every, every several years. And so it's been really pretty amazing for me. That and about, uh, let's see, how many years is it now? It's got to be 15 years ago, I think, is when I first started working with, uh, with you guys on, yeah. on the first program, Unique it's been about It's been about that long. Time so flies. It, it certainly does. And here we are, you know, think, turning back the hands of time and how we, how we worked back then <laughs> and what we were doing back then uh, on the first show versus where we're sitting today in a in a radio studio in the, uh, I don't want to say the bowels of the <laughs> facility, but I sort of kind of want to say that because the upholstery shop is very nearby. But uh, this, is, this is pretty incredible. And of course, you know, the coolest part for me, in addition to just being with you guys for so long and working with you for so long, is that we're, bring, we're being brought to you by a whole bunch of Harmon gear in this room. It's, Absolutely. Uh, That's why we sound so amazing. It, it's pretty stellar. You know, I'm talking into this incredible uh, AKG 214 mic, and I got some K702 headphones on my head, and we got a Soundcraft mixer putting it all together. So I'm feeling right at home. I mean, we couldn't be more grateful. Like you said, the relationship has been going on for a long time. And, you know, as we, evolve into new projects. We're obviously, like I said, very grateful that, that you guys are here along with us, you in particular. Uh, but I just want to go back a little bit and talk about the car audio side and where the industry has kind of come from uh, when you started in it and a little bit uh, a little bit of where it is now. Wow. Talk about an evolution of an industry. You know, just the audio industry as a whole has evolved so much since I first started touching it about 38 years ago. Wow, 38 years ago, that's pretty wild, right? But the aftermarket cardio category specifically has gone through an amazing evolution. You know, there have been moments in time uh, when you turn back the hands of time that there have been kind of 
points when something significant has happened. And I think the migration from 8-track to cassette, which I was here for, the migration of... That was a little bit before my time. Yeah, from, yeah okay. Uh, the migration of cassette to compact disc in the car was another. And then the adoption of the portable media player in the car, uh, the MP3 players and how those have played a role. You know, so the, the, the front end of car audio has gone through a pretty amazing uh, evolution when we really look at what's going on. And then today, you know, so much of what's being done in the dash has no mechanism at all because we're leveraging uh, services like streaming, uh, streaming services. We're using our, our portable media players. We're using our smartphones. You know, God, there's another thing. You know, I think about the first cell phone I had. It, you know, you walked around in this thing that looked like a, a duffel bag almost. And now, you know, you're, you're fitting this little teeny thing in your pocket that's, you know, got the power of a, a pretty powerful computer. So, and you're like, is this guy launching missiles or is he making a phone call? What's ama- going on here? It's amazing, you know, and then, and I got a, you know, I have a Samsung smartwatch on my wrist here, you know, that's telling me to breathe and do all kinds of other things. Right. Thank, thank God I need, I need that <laughs> encouragement, I suppose. <laughs> but so, you know, you have that, that front end evolution of car audio. You have the evolution of the car itself and what's become to, important to consumers in the car. And, you know, people spend a lot of time in their cars and People like to enjoy entertainment while they're driving to, I spend about four hours a day in the car. So without, you know, without a good audio system in my car, I'd probably go bat, you know what, crazy. So it continues to be a really important thing. And, you know, this is an industry that everyone's been saying, oh, well, you know, the aftermarket's going to die. It's going away. It's going to be gone. You know, the OEMs are are taking all of our business away, but it's still a very robust, a very robust business. And while what is being done at the factory of which the company I work for plays a significant role uh, is phenomenal, there are still people that want to do more than what the factory has to offer. They want it bigger, louder, prouder, uh, and or they may just want a different experience or there are formats and things that they want to do in the car that the factories aren't providing. So, you know, that's really where the aftermarket continues to evolve and continues to be viable. And you take audio and you couple it with safety and video and all that other stuff in the car. And and that's where it has really uh, grown to not just be, hey, we're going to put amp speakers and head units in cars. But, you know, we're doing security. We're doing video. We're doing safety, lane departure warning, collision warning. It's all about the integration. It it really is. And so, you know, you you have an industry that is still alive, still kicking, still very vibrant. Um, People still have a passion for great sound in their cars, and and you know there is still uh, that culture out there of, of those those big crazy systems that you know we were building that nobody could understand why we were doing it. I I and I think and I reflect on some projects we did together. Uh, one of which was a convertible NASCAR that we built for uh, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon, yep, which was Looney, and then the hearse we built for Tony Stewart, and you know there was. You know, just so many more, some very, yeah, so many more, so many more outrageous projects that, you know, those are the type of projects that were more, they were more prevalent back then than they are now. I mean, certainly, like you said, there are still those who are very interested in that, but for the most part, and this is a testament to Harmon as well, the auto manufacturers have gotten light years ahead of what used to be a factory system. Oh, for sure. So a lot of people don't even realize that when they're getting into a vehicle that they already have some type of Harman, uh, depending on what brand they choose, they're having some kind of Harman product, whether it be Harman Kardon or JBL Synthesis or any of the plethora of products. So consumers, whether they know it or not, 
are already having an upgraded audio experience from maybe cars that they had 15, 20 oh, years ago. For, for sure. For sure. You know, with, without a doubt. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. And, and what's being delivered by the factory now uh, is is so much better than what was being delivered back then. And what we're able to do, uh, we are certainly one of, you know, the most significant players in that space. And, you know, we have many engineers uh, around the globe and a, and really a, an amazing passion for, for delivering great music. And, you know, we we'll take the JBL brand as an example, and this will be my, my quick 60-second commercial on <laughs> JBL, but, you know, it's one of the things that attracted me to the company in the first place. You, you have a brand here that built the loudspeakers for the first talking movie ever screened, The Jazz Singer by Al Jolson. And then you, you take the evolution of, of what we've done in live sound at Woodstock, at all the Woodstocks, at festivals, in recording studios, in football stadiums, in, in Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's, that's all us. And it comes as a result of people that really love music, love delivering quality audio, and leveraging our expertise, our engineering expertise, to deliver that in ways that evolve just like everything else has evolved. And I look at the touring cabinets that we're building now versus the touring cabinets that we built years ago. I mean, they're smaller, they're lighter, they're louder. Um, and then in the studio, what we're doing with waveguide technology and tweeters and cone material and crossovers and digital sound processing and all of that, you know, we're really able to, to leverage throughout the entire company, all those areas of where sound is delivered, and we really carry a lot of that into the automobile. And, and you mentioned the Toyota synthesis system. The Land Cruiser, I think, is what's uh, currently has that. And, and, you know, what's in there is nothing short of amazing from the, you know, the aspect of digital sound processing and how we're steering signal around the car and the transducers that we're using there to deliver the audio and what the user experience is. It, it's pretty wild. It is absolutely breathtaking, that sound system in the car. And it's it's one of those things that one of the reasons why we love Harman so much is not only do you deliver great products, but you're always innovating and looking to the future to see what, what you're doing now, what could be done better, and what people are going to want in the future and what technology will be there. I feel like you know, since we've been working together for 15 years, I'm always hearing about the next thing that's coming down. And it blows my mind because, you know, this is something that we do on a daily basis. And for you guys to think about what, you know, what someone's going to want in, you know, two years, five years. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. So what do you think is, do you think it's the passion of the engineers and the, what drives them? Do you think to, to think that far ahead? Well, I mean, you know, to be, I guess you got to be somewhat brutally honest. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't stay ahead, you lose, first first of all. So we're always innovating because we want to continue to grow as a company. We want to continue and expand and we want to continue to dominate in the areas that we dominate. And if we kind of rested on our laurels, we would get our butts kicked. So, I mean, there's plenty of other audio companies out there. There are plenty of other technology companies out there. We are pretty unique in that we, we really are a technology company at this point. And, you know, when I started at Harman, you know, we built, built big wood boxes and we built amplifiers and other stuff. But 
you look at what we're building now and the amount of software that we're, you know, the areas that we're in that we weren't in back then, it, it really has kind of changed the complexion of, of who we are. But, you know, to kind of circle back around to the question, the drive, the internal drive is significant. Uh, and it starts all the way at the top. You know, Dinesh, our, our you know, president, is a very driven man and he's, he inspires who works for him. And, uh, you know, I'm inspired by him daily. Uh, so when you have someone at that, at that level with, with the passion that he has, it's easy to become inspired and be driven. Uh, so that certainly doesn't hurt. That's what I think I was getting at because, you know, like you said, there are other companies out there and I feel like, listen, there are a lot of companies that innovate, but I feel like it's more, when you talk about Harmon as a company, I feel like it's the, there's a passion there. It's more than just, oh, what's the next thing? Like what, you know, you, you see some of these other companies and it's like, oh, that's cool, but it's not really. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but you could definitely feel the passion when you're, you know, dealing with any type of product from Harman. You could tell that it was really thought about from the smallest detail to the user experience to the, I mean, just every, everything just exudes passion. And that's, I guess what you're saying is it really comes from the top. It, it comes from the top for sure. And, you know, the engineering culture in the, in the company, which, again, is, is global. You know, we are, we're everywhere. And there are thousands of, thousands of engineers uh, around the globe. But everyone is really, uh, you know, really on the same page. And, you know, what's next? How do we do it better than everybody else is doing it? How do we enhance the consumer experience? Uh, and how do we, you know, how do we keep it exciting? How do we keep it fun? How do we keep it fulfilling? And, you know, being someone that really loves music, which I am one of thousands at Harmon that do, I mean, it, it hits me pretty hard in the soul. You know, when, I, I'm, at, when I'm able to get into a room and uh, sit down and listen to some, you know, Mark Levinson gear with some JBL Everests and, uh, you know, you kind of sit there and go, huh, this is really something else. Right. And... You know, it's what music is supposed to sound like. It is. And we're doing it in the car, too. So, I mean, that's what makes it that much more fun, again, for those of us that spend a lot of time on the road. Um, you know, it is our it is our listening room. You know, yes, do I have a home audio system? You bet I do. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I spend four hours a day in the car. And, you know, I do a lot of, spend a lot of time on the phone, but I spend an awful lot of time in there listening to music. And, you know, really, 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 just enjoying the experience. And, you know, we, we make that a more pleasurable thing for people. Absolutely. So Chris, what's, is there anything that you could share with us about something ah, that's coming ah, up? I knew you that knew, was coming. You knew it was coming. What, what can we, what, what can we kind of expect from uh, your team and, and what's going on over there right now? That's, that's in the near future. A cup. So, so obviously, you know, uh, you know, a lot of it is confidential when products aren't ready for prime time. Right. I'm not really allowed to talk about them or I'd have to shoot all the listeners. Right. Uh, and that wouldn't be nice. And that would be a terrible thing. And, you know, I say that in jest, but of course, uh, cannot share a lot, but there all are. Right, so what's your favorite are, new product? I got, a, I, got product. A couple, I got a couple of products and I, I will tell you about a couple that aren't in market yet that okay. I think are, that are pretty amazing. Everybody um, duck. Yeah, we have a product that we will be launching uh, later this year called Base Pro Go. And what Base Pro Go is, is it's actually a subwoofer for your car audio system. So adding that low end 
adding that that full body low end in a vehicle that doesn't have it, and a lot of vehicles don't have it. Even a lot of current vehicles don't have it. Right. But there's this other category out there that has just exploded, of which we are a dominant player in, and this is the wireless Bluetooth speaker business. Uh, you look at the JBL Flip and Charge and Clip and Pulse and all these speakers that we sell millions of. Consumers have an appetite to take their music with them uh, to the beach, to the park. You know, that is to, definitely the culture to wherever. we live in today. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of them around here. You know, absolutely. You know, Remy's out in the shop working on a vehicle right now, and he's got a JBL Extreme pumping out there. So people really love to take their content with them. So we came up with this idea of developing a dockable subwoofer for the car that can then be removed and turned into a full range. Uh, portable speaker so that's what base pro go does so in the car it acts as a subwoofer you undock it take it with you pair your phone to it and now you have your mobile listening experience uh without having to have without a lot of duplication so instead of having a portable speaker sitting somewhere else in the car and putting an aftermarket sub in it you have a car that does a, a product that does both things that is so, absolutely amazing. And the thing makes amazing bass acting as a subwoofer and sounds incredible as a full range speaker. We've used the we've used that product, not the the dockable one, obviously, but we've used a bass pro and a few builds. Yep. And when you look at this thing, again, is what I'm talking about, you could tell that they really thought of every little thing. But when you look at it, you're like, wait a second, how much bass is this thing actually gonna produce? And when it bumps this thing is um you can't tell by looking at it the sound it's going to make yeah so i can't wait to see what the full range is going to be it's, when it's pretty it's pretty impressive uh and actually base pro go knowing you guys have worked with base pro the the amount of bass output we get out of base pro go is is actually a leap forward versus the base pro sl that you've been installing in cars i can't here. imagine it, it it can get any better yeah it's 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 cool it's cool so you know we have that coming when are we looking at that? Is there a, a Probably time frame on late, that? Late summer, fall. Okay. Uh, we're about to announce uh, a power sports bar. So we're really excited about this. This is a, a category that is exploding. It's the kind of the personal vehicles, UTVs, ATVs, side-by-sides have become a huge category. In fact, Absolutely. Uh, some of the figures I was hearing is it's you know a $2.8 billion industry in the U.S. that's pacing wow. to $4 billion by 2020. Uh, and the consumers that buy these vehicles, like so many vehicles, and I almost liken it to a Jeep. A Jeep. So, you know, interesting thing about Jeep owners is nobody leaves their Jeep stock. Everybody buys a Jeep and they do stuff to it. It's right. wheels, bumpers, tires, whatever. And UTVs are the same, same thing. The average consumer spends about $2,000 on accessories within 90 days of the purchase of a UTV. Right. So... People want to take music with them, so we've developed the uh, JBL Power Sports Bar. It is a self-powered bar that mounts to the roll cage. can actually be split into two sections. Self-powered. Self-powered, so it's got an amp on board, so simpl- wow. simplifies installation. Has a work light built in, work light, map light. Has a sport camera mount built in, so, you know... Th- People that want to capture what they're doing out there on the trails, they can clip their sports cam up there and and capture the uh, capture their content. Has a wireless remote control, pairs with your phone via Bluetooth, and delivers 110 dB at 10 feet. So basically, folks, that means this thing is really, really loud and clean. 
So it's climbing over the engine noise of the UTV when you're, you know, bashing out there in the trails. Uh, I do want to rewind to mention the fact that it splits into two pieces. So there are a lot of applications where someone may not want a single bar in front of them or they want to have a single bar in front of them and have a split bar behind them. So this actually will disconnect into two pieces. Then we either make a filler kit to spread it apart or you can mount it as two separate sections. Nice. That product's hitting this month, actually. That'll um, that'll roll out in May. And what's the name of that again? It is the JBL Power Sports Bar UB4100, I believe is the model number. Very nice. Uh, you can check it out on JBL.com. I know we're gonna, we have uh, some video content. One of the guys that works for me happens to be a UTV freak. <laughs> And uh, we built this amazing UTV for the Consumer Electronics Show that we showed in January. And he's been out there torturing this thing on trails all over the eastern seaboard ever since. And uh, we have some pretty good video content uh, online of this. So let me ask you a question. You, you said that it, it there's a configuration. It's, it, it comes as one bar. You could split it into two bars. Yep. And then did you say that you could also add another one? To- well, you could run multiples of this thing. So, yes, but you could run two bars. You know, it's, that a, fi- is, that's it's awesome. a fixed installation, so why make it overly complicated with wireless when you can just run a wire from one bar to the next? Right. Um, but it sounds amazing. It's uh, IPX6 rated, so that means you can squirt a hose at it and not worry about damaging it. We have a marine version of that coming out a little bit later in the year. Awesome. Uh, so, and that's shipping. Uh, that's shipping this month in the month of May. So there's a there's a couple of you know products that are thinking. So it's not just regurgitating the same old stuff and giving it a new model number and changing the cone color. It's it's thinking about use cases. It's thinking about what consumers want to do and how and where they want to enjoy their music. And uh, Bass Pro Go and the Power Sports Bar are two great examples of uh, of that. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be able to spend some time with you. I know you're here a lot, so I'm sure we'll be hearing from you in the future about uh, more exciting products that are coming out. And uh, like I said, we really appreciate uh, your support, um, harm and support and yours specifically. Well, keep doing great work and uh, which I know you will. We, we love working with you guys and uh, you know, it's 15 years. Here's to another 15. Absolutely. So for more information about any of the products that Chris just spoke about, uh, make sure you visit their website, jbl.com. Once again, thank you, Chris, for joining us. All good. Pleasure. Awesome. Unique Radio is powered by Oracle. Oracle has a product range where you will find many of the top brands encountered in the target industries of graphic film, reflective sheetings, and industrial purpose adhesive tapes. Visit willcastro.com and click on the Oracle banner to get a sample card with the newest unique colors by Will Castro. The Oracle brands are known and trusted in the industry for their consistent high quality, backed up by years of industry experience. Top customer service and excellence in meeting market requirements. Visit them on the web at orifolrestyling.com. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio.